0: Hello, and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and thank you for listening. We've got an awesome show for you tonight, but before we get started, I want to introduce my co host. First, I have with me a man who can't follow directions unless they end in the creation of a tasty sandwich. L, AKA Big L. How you doing? Did somebody say sandwich? I'm doing pretty good now. Next is a man who had to choose between his butler and his 360 collection. So he chose to ruin Christmas for a working man's family. Ryan, a.k.a. Mighty Mango. How's it going? I'm doing all right. I'd like a sandwich, though, too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe when we get through Extra-may-o. this. Extra mayo. And lastly is Corey, a.k.a. Dude 5012 The dude who chewed his very short straw at the Rocker Dude naming convention. How's it going?
1: Hey, Kenny. I'll take a hot dog, not a sandwich.
2: Oh, boy. Mm.
0: (laughs) Don't think we start to show that. Oh, dear. (laughs) So, for today's show, we are going to talk about Achievement Fest. This this being an achievement hunting show, we should talk about the fest that's dedicated to bleep-loops and diamond-shimmering sounds with awkwardly long pauses in between the sounds. After that, we have a Game Pass showcase we're going to pick out and talk about a couple games that are currently in Game Pass and the best way to get the Chivo's. And, but before all of that, we have some community questions that we are going to get to first. First question is, what's the largest boosting session you've been a part of? Oh, what's, what's the largest one you've been a part of? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Back on the original Xbox 360, uh,
3: Rainbow Six Vegas had an achievement for hosting a 16-player game. And on TrueAchievements.com our favorite website. There is a boosting session that people joined and the person who ran the session actually went from party to party to ensure all 16 people got the achievement. Back in those days, the party limit was eight. So he would jump in back and forth. Actually, we needed, I think there was three parties because the math wouldn't work out for him to jump in between parties. So he did a great job and everyone wound up the achievement. So I would think 16 people is the largest boosting session I've ever had. I've done the
4: same one. That one was not fun to do.
3: At least
1: it was only one night, right?
4: Did you have a similar experience? I my experience was actually even more interesting. Um, we had a session set up to do it, and at the time, before this is before the new Xbox 360 dashboard came out, so it's still on the Blade system. Uh, my profile stopped acquiring achievements; it wouldn't populate them. And it okay. turns out there was an invisible limit for how many games you could wow. have on your tag. So I actually had to send my tag to Microsoft. They downloaded my tag on the new dashboard and then mailed it back to me before the new dashboard was I available. physically mailed it? So I actually missed, physically wow. mailed it on a memory I, stick. Wow. Yeah, so I missed out on the first one and then I ended up getting it a couple years later. But yeah, that I remember that achievement just for that reason, because I wasn't able to attend the session. That's when, crazy. Because my I remember owned. hearing something
0: about that, but
4: didn't really know all the details. Yep, there was an invisible limit. It was like four at the time. It was like four hundred and. How did you hit that limit? On a tag. <laughs> like
1: that's nothing, <laughs> now, <but geez. laughs> that's nothing now, but jeez.
0: Yeah, it's Good nothing God. now. Yeah, four hundred and eighty at the time. Yeah, right. rocker. How about you? You kind any? Uh,
1: I haven't been a part of very many boosting sessions, but uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. We had a group of probably ten or so. There were others doing the 360 version, but we were focused on the one version, and uh, probably about 10 people. Eventually trickled down to five core people. We finished the game and kind of moved on. We did, yeah. That's what matters. Good times.
0: Yes, we did. Yes, we did. For me, it's Titanfall, which, you know, you and L were also a part of. Corey wasn't here at the time. But how many do we have for that? Like 12-ish people? I think that was... A- I think it was
4: and Tom, people would jump 12, in and out. I
3: think at one point, when we first started, when we first started, we had twelve to fifteen people. I remember we had to turn a couple people away at some points because twelve was the max, six on each team. Yeah, some people would drop out, and not play that night, and let somebody else fill in. So that was really
4: awesome, Titanfall Thursdays. Never forget. No, never, never. That that boost took. <laughs> that wasn't the largest. That was the longest boosting session. Yeah, I joined
1: ever. a couple of your sessions. It uh, yeah. seemed like a fun time. Kind of regret not doing it. Oh, it
4: was great. Yeah, we, oh, we yeah. got to know each other really, really Especially well.
0: Especially when it takes a little over a year to complete it every Thursday. Well, yeah. most
1: people complete yeah. it. When did you mm. complete it, Foof?
0: I haven't. I, I joined late, so I have a few more. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone left me. Weird. Sorry. Set up. But, well, just before we go to that, we are trying to start a Titanfall 360. It's going to be headed up by Michelle. Uh, keep posted for that and when she wants to start that. Definitely. She's going to definitely do that. Yep and our second question for tonight is what unusual workarounds have you done to get an achievement Corey, why don't you start off with this one
1: so i haven't done too many crazy physical workarounds uh besides rubber banding my controller for a rocket league achievement which turned out to be kind of dumb because we played a lot of rocket league uh through tournaments and just general having fun uh but the other workaround i've done is save manipulation as far as deleting your save off the cloud and reloading it back. There's specific achievement in Peggle Two for getting certain a number of challenges done, and luckily you can uh, manipulate that number by deleting your save, redoing an easy challenge, and the the tracker still goes up. So that's <laughs> no, that's <laughs> totally legit. I mean, <laughs> so yep. Oh right, you can't you can't prove it otherwise. <laughs> yeah, that only works on Probably. the one version though. Correct. I've done it for a couple other games, well, but 360 yeah. of tracking,
4: we would know. You got one, Ryan? Um, yeah, um, using a Tube Man for Xbox Fitness, like the wacky waving inflatable <laughs> arms, like Tube Man, one of those guys. Yeah, setting that oh. up in a room so it's flopping around um, and just doing that for like three or four days, That's great. nonstop.
0: Those like the ones you use at a
1: those car dealership. Are huge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: like you can,
0: get, you can get like an eight-foot-tall one. That's insane to have in your house to do that with. That sounds great at sounds the same good. time. <laughs> I do not the only one that did it. What, you want me
4: to exercise that much? No.
3: You got a game, now. I don't recall doing anything too crazy. Rubber bands, definitely used uh, turbo controllers. I just learned uh, something great. I have a Hori pad for the 360, but you can use that with your computer to play the ACA Windows 10 games. So for all the shooting games, you can put the turbo on them, so you don't have to mash X the whole entire time. You just put it on turbo, and
4: it'll shoot the whole time. Is that the Hori with the mechanical lovers or the digital one? <laughs> the lovers? What yeah, podcast are you watching? Dip, it actually has dip switches on it that you can switch.
3: Yes. So obviously... Yeah. You have to push buttons, and then there's one for turbo where you hold it down, and there's one for auto where it does it for you. Okay. That's the digital one, then. Okay. So for aero fighters, it was very great. One thing you guys haven't mentioned is date manipulation... So for the, there's a, uh, I've never done it. I don't know why people can't just wait a year, but I could see why people do it if they're impatient. So the most common one is Calendar Man in Batman Arkham City you have to visit calendar man i actually did that legit and of course never played the campaign after all these years so that's
0: my claim to fame date manipulation also works with a couple of the halo master chief collection achievements i think there's two or three of them in there that needs it also yes it does for our third and final question do you guys play stacks of games why or why not Oh, want start us off on that one sure i'll play stacks of games have you the aca
3: games aforementioned definitely the telltale games are my favorite stacks because you can make different decisions on the different platforms so I enjoy doing that. So the fourth time through The Walking Dead is really boring, though. Pretty sure they're going to make a fifth and a sixth. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, the Just Dance games, the WWE games, Disney Infinity. Those came out for the One and the 360. I haven't done too many
4: things, but those are the main things that I've done. You've done. You do stacks, Ryan. Well. Oh yeah, yeah. I would be one that I love stacks. Which is amazing because I don't like going back and having to replay stuff in a certain game, but yet I'll play five versions of Batman. I'll do all the versions of Pac-Man DX, Turning Point, do getting the twenty-five hundred kills twice. I really, I really fell in love with that Batman Arkham Asylum game, though. I think the first time through it took me about twenty-eight hours, and oh, wow. my last playthrough was about ten on the final versions. Yeah, I like stacks. <laughs> Bring more, more stacks. I like that. Have you done the Korean? Denmarkian German Bioshock collection. I have them, but I have not finished them. I was actually working on the Korean version of Bioshock the other day, but ended up getting distracted. Did you learn a new language? Um, I learned that there's lots of bubbles. <laughs> oh. Korean's bubbly. You do,
1: you do stack core I will do stack. Currently working on. <laughs> currently working on uh, Goosebumps. I just happened to be borrowing a 360 at the time that the 360 version went on sale for like three dollars. So I went ahead and bought it, completed it, did the same thing for the one version. I just haven't completed it because it does require two playthroughs, I believe, if I remember correctly. So I just, I don't usually like going back to playthrough games. So it takes me a while to get to them. And then somebody already mentioned The Walking Dead. I I have those on Win 10 I have to, to do as well. But yeah, stacks are okay.
3: Do you guys think that remastered games count as a stack? For example... Like I did Castle Crashers on the 360, and then it came out on the One a little while later. No, I don't consider remasters stacks,
4: and sometimes they don't even have the same list. Sometimes it's the exact same thing, like Limbo. And what if it did have the same list? Yes. Is that really a re- is that really a remaster though? That is absolutely not. <laughs> but it came out a couple years later, not at the same time. So.
3: Now what if the
0: remaster
4: had the same list?
0: Still no, or do you, or you would you consider it a stack?
3: If it's actually been remastered, no. So if it just
0: comes out on the One, but they don't do anything to it, then. Yeah, like basically. a typical Capcom release, yeah. <laughs> well, for our main topic, like I alluded to, is we're going to be talking about Achievement Fest. Ryan here has been going to that for a couple of years now, and why don't you tell us about what it is and not? Achievement Fest
4: is a gaming convention, I'll call it, which is not really a convention. I'll like say a gaming get-together. Um, it takes place in Terre Haute, Indiana, which looks like haute, but it's actually pronounced haute. Um, It's about a nine-hour drive for me. Some people live a lot closer. Some people fly in, whatnot. Uh, About 30 to 40 people show up, and we sit and basically play games for a good three to four days nonstop going for achievements. Um, This will be my third year going, and I believe this is year seven. Uh, I only made it to the first. My first year was the fifth year. I got to have a special seat in the cool kid room, I guess I'll call it, but... Um, I love going. I'll, I get I get to Terre Haute on Thursday at about four o'clock in the afternoon local time in Indiana, and I will leave at probably eight a.m. Monday morning, and probably have gotten maybe a total of ten to twelve hours of sleep the whole entire weekend. Maybe maybe <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot of fun um, bringing the kids this year. It's family friendly. It takes place at a gaming center um, called Ebash. Um, which actually it's going ebash is that's going to be their only gaming center they had a couple other centers but they didn't do as well as the one in Terre Haute Um, Terre Haute actually the the gaming center is actually um, very involved with the community so they have a lot of kid lock-ins and stuff like that it's known as kind of a a safe place for kids to go which is kind of neat but they're converting their business to more of a helping other uh, companies start up land centers and do designs and stuff like that which is kind of neat but we still get to go there. Uh, basically, have free reign of the gaming center um, and have a blast. And I highly, highly recommend anybody going. I think last year when I went, I I want to say I got about twelve thousand gamer score, and I was wow. only three days. Um, this year I'm there for another day, and my goal is to just. I'm hoping I can get about twenty thousand in in the weekend, <laughs> which is a lot for me. A ton for anyone. Twenty thousand three days. A few years, it's not bad.
3: Oh, then you could play on your Windows phone or something like that.
4: But I have you guys ever even, I mean, obviously we've talked about it before, but have you guys ever considered even remotely going to something like that? Let's say if you did something local in your area, would, if they had their own Achievement Fest, it would be
0: something you'd be even remotely interested in. If it was a little bit more local, I think I would. I mean, going all to in Indianapolis right now is a bit much for me, but if it was local, it would be kind of cool to go and hang out with a bunch of people, play games and whatnot.
4: Yeah, I think we have two people coming from Canada, three people coming from Florida, two people from California, a few from Alabama. I mean, I come from... Um, oh, oh uh, there's a girl that comes from Nevada. I know that. Uh, <laughs> yes, there are girls there. It's not just a, a really? guys party. There's actually girls there. Yes. Uh, I mean, I come from the Midwest. I'm the only one that comes from... No, there's two of us that come from the Midwest. So.
0: How many people show up?
4: Yeah, if there was some... Uh, last year there was 35, I think.
1: How, how many of those? How many of those so are like a good size group. repeat gamers that you see every year?
4: Um, every year seems to be more people are, repeat, are repeats. Uh, at least every year that I've gone, the same people that were there the year before were there. I haven't gone to to a year yet where somebody that wasn't there the year before was there. I think there's two people this year that aren't making it, so this will be the first time where where somebody that I'd seen the year before isn't going to make it. And you wind up meeting everyone that goes there? Yeah. yeah. A lot of them were old 360 voice guys, which is where the idea got started. And they used to do uh, record like gamer score runs, like the most gamer score in 24 hours kind of stuff, when 24 hours worth of gamer score was actually <laughs> difficult. Great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think at the time the record was like 22,000 or something like that. I mean, now you could if you're not even trying you can get twenty four thousand in twelve mm-hmm. hours if you've found enough easy games. Yep.
3: Do you guys write down your gamer score before and after? That might be a cool thing for for everybody
4: to do and add it all up. Yeah, I do. We've actually gone through and figured out how much gamer score there's had been before and I wanna say last year between anyone, I think it was like over two hundred thousand gamer score between everybody wow. over the weekend.
1: It's more than two foofs.
4: So Oof. yeah, more than two foofs. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, we we try to keep track of that. My goal, and actually, I've kind of, I was planning on it for Achievement Fest, is to hit eight hundred thousand at Achievement Fest. So I'm kind of my gamer score has kind of been stagnant. I was just hoping I would get enough to stay in G Task, which I did. So yeah, my plan is to hit uh, eight hundred thousand on Friday night. And I think uh, Giant Hunger is going to hit five hundred thousand the same time, and I. I don't, know what, I don't think Redemption's got any achievement like, goals at this time, but I think those are the two milestones that we're going to cross. Pretty
1: cool. What's your most anticipated uh, game that you're going to play?
4: I don't even know which one I, I'm really looking forward to playing because there's so many. I mean, there's a list of at least 15 to 18 games I want to get.
1: Is it, is it always about quick games, or do people play long games there? That
4: Some people play long games, um, and uh, sometimes we'll actually make sure that we get, if there's a multiplayer achievement, where you need a bunch of people, we'll all do that then. So there was a couple of 360 games that people are talking about getting achievements and they're backwards compatible. And I don't have the list in front of me, I'm sorry. No, a few years ago, they did Guitar Hero. So they, Guitar Hero and Rock Band. So where they needed a bunch of people, and well, there's a bunch of people there. So they would do that. They used to have a Connect room at eBash where they had the Connect set up in a large room so you could get all your Connect achievements done. So they don't have that anymore because Connect is dead. Um, I think somebody was talking about bringing one of the Magic guitars for Guitar Hero stuff. I'm bringing a 360 that has a bunch of discon- delisted and discontinued games on it so people can wait play those. And I'm bringing a Chinese Xbox 1, which I guess there's a line of people that all want to play that stuff. Mr. Pumpkin Chinese is very going to be going to be very popular. What's his
0: name in Chinese?
4: It's it's, it's Mr. Pumpkin. It's oh. the same name. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. So kind of throwing it back to our first question. Have you ever had one of, uh, like, a big boost while there? I wouldn't say a big boost. Land party?
4: Four four people. We've never done a done where we have, like, 16 people all play a game. It's never been that way because some people really go there to focus on a certain type of game. Um, P-Tart and her husband sat and played nothing but uh, Japanese games last year. Nothing but the uh, visual novels. That's all they played the whole entire time. Like what, they both had guides up and the games up and they're just playing and playing and playing and playing. And then I admired them for doing that because of after I do one or two of those, my eyes are all fuzzy and I just I don't want to look at a video game ever again.
3: Yeah, I think if one was in the New York area, I would consider going. But I think I'd want to do a lot of socializing with the people and I don't know to go to, to travel nine hours to stick your head in front of a monitor again. Just I don't know.
4: Yeah, and I, I don't want to say that I'm just sitting there playing games the whole entire time. There's quite a bit of socializing. Um, one of the guys, uh, their wives comes with, and she sits and watches movies and hangs out with a couple of the other girls that come, and it actually ends up being a big social thing. We do it on like Thursday night. We all go out for Mexican on uh, Friday night. We go and do a buffet, a Chinese buffet, and every year that I've been there, this will be my third year. The Chinese buffet that was there the year before wasn't there anymore. So they they call it like the Chinese buffet challenge to see if the buffet that we go to is the same one from the year before. And so far, for everybody else that's been there every single year, it has never been the same. Same location? It's been the same building twice. Otherwise, it's been different locations because the other one, like there was not one at the one location, so we have to go to a new one because it closed. So we're and nobody scouts it. Nobody knows. We get there and we find out if it's still open or not.
0: I always feel like I'd be a little scared to eat there. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that's the funny thing and i mean and to be real a lot of gamers are larger guys so they eat a lot <laughs> so they they always make the jokes of that, that we're going to eat them out of business so but it, it's it's not just a bunch of playing games it actually ends up being quite a bit of socializing like i went out to breakfast with giant hunger last year and just hung out for a couple hours and just sit and talk about stuff it's it's a that sounds cool. like it'd
0: be pretty cool to go meet a bunch of uh internet friends well not yeah you get to meet your fake friends for real <laughs> <laughs> sounds
4: enjoyable but yeah that's all about I got for achievement fest I next year obviously this year is going to happen too soon I mean if somebody were to show up we'll welcome them with open arms but uh, next year it's gonna be at the same place and gonna do it all over. who said that's
0: this weekend you
4: said that's this weekend. It's this weekend Thursday through I guess
0: the week after that we'll get your your
4: recap on it Yeah, I'll give a recap of what I did and what we did and
0: how much fun we had and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right. Well, with that, we're going to get into our gaming segment. Like like I said, this is going to be our picks from the Game Pass, games that you can get some easy Chivo's in, some easy completions possibly. Uh, L, would you like to begin with the game you picked out? Sure. Game Pass can be great for certain games
3: that... You can pick up and play and finish in maybe around six hours or so, maybe less. I picked a game called Late Shift, which seems to be the prototypical Game Pass game. Because it's not a game you'd want to play many times. It doesn't have any real replay value. So the game's actually developed by Swiss Indie Studio Control Movie and published by Wales Interactive. It reminds me of those old FMV CD-ROM games back when CD-ROM games existed. So, Uh, like Sewer Shark. Exactly, Sewer Shark. Kind of like Night Trap, except this game has no gameplay whatsoever. It is a movie. And in doing some research, I saw that in some um, of their advertisements, they called it an interactive movie. And in some of their advertisements, they said it's a game. So which is it, a movie or a game? Well, it really doesn't have much gameplay at all. You just pick choices, kind of like a Telltale game. And then depending on your choices, the scene in the movie will switch. And depending on which scenes you go through, you'll eventually pop all the achievements. Now I played the first time without a guide in front of me. Game takes about 80 minutes, said and done and I got maybe three or four achievements. There's a great guide on true achievements that breaks it up into two different playthroughs. The first playthrough, you get some achievements, and then the second playthrough, you go through and get all of the seven different endings. Yes, there are seven endings. Now, you don't wanna play through seven different times, so there's actually a way where once you get an ending, you just quickly hit start, or menu now, and you go start the game up again and choose a different path and get all the endings and you don't actually get to see all the endings but luckily you can go on youtube and watch them all in their entirety if you
4: choose to do so are there actually any good endings cuz i never watched them all either um they're 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 pretty violent
3: yeah so that's good the game has lots of salty language kind of a forced love story going on too but Pretty standard stuff.
4: Yeah, a little bit of forced love story, and it's and it's uh it's proper English too, so it's uh British. Yes, it's British,
3: with several Asian characters. And one thing that bothered me is one character was Mister Wu, but in the subtitles it spelled W O E. It spelled woe. It's spelled <laughs> it really yeah. bugged me. It spelled it's spelled incorrectly in the subtitles. You are it correct. Really bugged. But uh, I would definitely.
4: Make this one of your first games you play if you've got a a one-month Game Pass subscription. Yeah, and it's definitely doable, And like you said, in a couple hours. Actually, it's about six hours, I think. Yeah, I played and finished it. I did it in two sessions because I I didn't want to watch the videos all over again. Some of the times you have to sit there and watch all the videos. When you get to the loops choices, though, you exit out, restart, and you don't have to watch all the single videos again. You can't skip any of them either.
0: Have you played this, Corey? Uh,
1: I actually started this the other day not knowing that we were going to talk about it. Um, so like literally i've only played it or watched it for 40 minutes ish so i haven't gotten an achievement yet but first watch is going to be blind and if it makes me do another playthrough because of it you know so be it uh, it seems like an enjoyable experience the quality is pretty pretty nice pretty high so i'm looking forward to finishing it you know hopefully i don't have to do the whole thing seven times
0: no you won't have to yeah follow the guide and you'll be good Yeah, I would definitely recommend doing, like, one blind playthrough just to kind of experience it. And then, yeah, get a guide. What's your game, Corey?
1: So I'm going to talk about Super Lucky's Tale. Uh, Not as quick as Late Shift. Completion estimate for TA is 8 to 10 hours for the base game. There are two paid DLCs. I'm not going to mention those. Maybe we'll talk about them later at a different episode. But today I'll talk about the base game and the two title updates it has. So this game is about... Fox, who is on a mission to save his sister and friends in the world from the Kitty Litter Gang. You've heard some of those from our episode zero boss segment from Mr. Elroy. It's one of his favorites, (laughs) as you uh, might recall. (laughs) So basically, this is a 3D platformer game uh, that you have hub worlds and you go to different uh, sub-worlds uh, I guess you would call them levels and each level has four main collectibles in it and you get those collectibles by beating the level finding a hidden version of that collectible spelling the the name Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y those letters are spread out across the level you get all those you get another one uh, they're called clovers by the way and then the last one I believe is getting, for getting a certain amount of the coins that you pick up which is the currency in the game which had nothing to do with anything until a title update or a dlc
3: lucky clovers awesome i just picked up on that
1: luck of the irish all right so (laughs) (laughs) yep there's four leaves on them so you then there's four per level and uh you have to get enough to advance to the next hub world and then get enough to advance to the last one and open up later stages you don't have to get every clover but if you do that's an achievement so anyways you're going to get the majority of your achievements for collecting these clovers in these different chapters and levels. The rest of the achievements come from just miscellaneous tasks that you're going to do playing the game anyway, like talking to other characters or completing a little sliding puzzle. You're going to get those anyway. So the ones to mention are just make sure you do it in every level and defeat the bosses, which you're going to do anyway. So uh, if you're missing anything, you can always go back to it. There's no point of no return nothing like that so uh, it's a game that when i played it a bright colorful game was kind of welcomed after all the dark stuff that was being played so mm-hmm. i kinda just went with it and i had a good time with it i didn't look at a guide you don't really need to except if you have an achievement that you just cannot figure out mm-hmm. i actually completed the base game just a couple hours ago uh, in preparation to talk about the game And the only achievement I had left was to bury a certain amount of meters under the ground, which is a characteristic of this fox-like character. Uh, I was at 60-something percent uh, after I completed the last boss. But luckily, there's specific levels that require you to just burrow through them. So I just played that like 10 more times pretty quick and got my 10,000 meters buried. So... As far as the title updates, there is one that allows that they introduce costumes into the the mix uh, and as well as one enemy kill achievement. The costumes ones I don't have and I have it under good authority via the solutions that you do not want to buy those until you fulfill the requirements for the other title update which is the coins and credits update. So, there's an achievement for watching the credits and for collecting a certain amount of coins. Everything was great about this game for achievement hunters except for this update. And that is because there's three achievements for collecting 15,000, 30,000 and 99,999 coins. It, the only reason it's bad is because once I finished the game, got every clover, did everything in the base game, I was only at 14,000 coins, so I have to, yeah, you have to play that like five more times, and I don't know if the DLCs help you get them any faster, the unlocked ratio on TA would say no, Um, I'm kind of watching the developers as they, to see if they introduce anything that helps players get that quicker, and kind of, I'll jump on it then, but Mm -hmm. For right now, it's gonna it's gonna stay locked because uh, I'm not gonna grind that out. It it's not worth it to me. So uh, the developers have released the last two DLCs, and I think they were pretty much by surprise. So anything can happen with this game as far as content down the line. Overall, it was it was an enjoyable game. I recommend it.
0: I'm looking at the achievement list now, and uh, unlock or collect 99,000 coins. The achievement. Is called I'm a completionist. Yep. that so almost sounds like they're just giving a finger to us because they know we're going to sit there and play their stupid game all those times to get it.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's a six. Or, or are we done, done, done? Definitely not for that. So,
3: I just wanted to quickly say that uh, Super Lucky's Tale was one of the first 1X enhanced games and it just looks absolutely stunning. Uh, yeah, if, the colors are yeah, fantastic
1: in it. Actually, with the launch title, maybe?
3: I, I believe so yes it came out for around 30 dollars. quickly went on sale to around 20 but
1: yep i snagged it on black friday sale for 15 i think and uh yep i don't regret it but uh now that it's on game pass I, there's no reason you probably shouldn't play it unless you really don't want to grind for the completion for that one achievement
4: ryan what game have you brought us well you guys all went to these huge dissertations about your games i don't have a big <laughs> dissertation on this one uh the game i played well i played all these games um i really like late shift because i thought it was just vulgar and violent even though it's not really a game but the game i picked out was hue uh which actually surprised me it's a side scrolling platformer where the premise is that some wizard or somebody took away all the color in the world and your goal is to bring color back so you basically jump through puzzles and the puzzles are very simplistic and find the colors um that's pretty much it i think it's a it's a pretty game. The colors are bright. I think it plays well. The controls are nice and tight. Um, but, yeah. It does have collectibles, which you can go back and get after the fact. You kind of have to do a second playthrough for, for all the collectibles. Ah, uh, the beakers. It's kind, of like a metro, it's kind of like a Metrovania in a little bit of a form, because you have to gain color powers to, in order to access different areas. But uh, it's a 6-8 to eight hour game. I've got about 3 hours into it, and I've got... Almost all the achievements done in it, but I don't have the collectibles on it because I've just playing through. Never, used, I haven't used the guide. I just wanted to enjoy the game, which I have. I just haven't gone back to it. But like I said, you guys don't into dissertations, but I think Hugh is just a simple platformer game that I think you should check out.
1: Yeah, Hugh was good. I completed it. Unfortunately, I had one glitched achievement, and I had to go back and play like half the game again. But it was it was it was enjoyable otherwise.
3: I enjoyed Hugh as well. Uh, one kind of a tip I could say is. Whether or not you are colorblind, you could put on colorblind mode, and all the colors will have shapes attached to them. Um, if you're playing through quickly and you're, you're switching, uh, sometimes the pink and the purple could look a little similar, and the, going by the shapes helped me out a little bit. So that's a. I didn't fun. know you're colorblind. I'm not, <laughs> but the,
1: oh, he cheated. But he cheated. It's
3: still helpful. It's still helpful. He used a workaround.
1: Yeah. I was about to say that. Yes, he did.
3: Uh, yes, I also. Use turbo and rubber banded. <laughs> yes, I did all those.
0: Well, I say that about wraps us up with that. Coming up after this, we have a sequential segment brought to you by Elroy and Michelle. And then after that will be Walk Appeal's Quickie of the Week. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it around to your friends and family. Uh, help get more listeners grow grow the podcast. Please give us a rating and review, and please don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to, to stay up to date with the show. If you'd like to contact us, then be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Achievements101, or join our Discord, discord.me slash T-A-H 101. We have a ton of discussion going on over in the Discord. Always someone's on there talking about gaming or achievements or whatever the heck tends to pop up. L, where can people find you? Usually taking a nap. Oh, um...
3: Discord, I'm there all the time. Big L, just say hello.
4: Discord is king right now, I think. Ryan, you can find me anywhere, pretty much under Mighty Mango. Uh, just don't look for the fruit drink. Twitter, Xbox Live, Discord, it's all under Mighty Mango.
0: And Corey,
1: yeah, find me everywhere, Rocker Dude, R-A-W-K-E-R, D-U-D-E, five zero one two.
0: All right, and I've been your host, Fufu cuddly Poof. You can find uh me anywhere, just search search the Pokemon name and thank you everyone for listening. Good night. Five,
2: four, three, two, one, zero
5: A very sequential segment with Nature Ark and Hell Royal MJ
2: This week on a very sequential segment We take on the Game Pass. Many achievement hunters have shelled out the cash for access to a library of titles even though they probably have a backlog of just as many games ready to play at any point. But we are here to tell you all that glitters isn't Games for Gold and that in some cases you need to put the pass in Game Pass. This is our Game Pass Passage list but first. It's time for some pleasantries. I am Elroy OMJ, and as always, I am joined today by a very special individual. She has the 12th highest Gamer Score in the state of New York, in Windows Phone, Games. She is Matriarch.
6: And what a pleasure it is to be sitting across from the 212th ranked gamer in Tennessee by Gamer Score himself, Elroy OMJ. It would be very helpful if you tracked more leaderboards for me to get stats from, (laughs) just so you know. (laughs) Um, We had some feedback this week from our previous segments. So we just want to touch on that super quick. Uh, We heard from Koosh who said, uh, had this to say about our boss edition episode. And I quote, just finished listening to Ep Zero's Elroy and M section. That was fun, but Elroy spoiling the end of brothers was a big boo from me. Now, I think history may show that episode zero probably should be subtitled The People from New York Are Recording With Their Mics Possibly On Mute Edition. And as such, my very, very clear spoiler warning was rendered pretty much inaudible. So as a result, this one time I will forgive the fact that my very, very clear spoiler warning was not heard by Koosh I mean, after all, who's going to expect that a list about boss battles would contain spoilers?
2: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's fair. So... Well, Koosh, I am sorry that you gave me the big boo. But speaking of big boos, after your work all the way through that freaking castle, you know, timing your jumps, killing enemies, avoiding fire traps, not falling in the lava stuff, you know what? Spoiler alert. The princess is in another castle. Seriously, she ain't there. She's in another castle. That princess. Yep. Yep
6: that's that's how it goes and that's how it's always gone (laughs) spoilers but speaking of disappointments it is time that we jump into our game pass pass list and i'm going to go ahead and start it off with our honorable mention which is just a broad topic because i wanted to cheat game pass games with dlc or downloadable content for the uninitiative specifically that additional content that adds gamer score because if it just adds horse armor (laughs) we're cool with that you choose to spend your money now this is just gonna be a general shout out or possibly a call out to those games. So we'll jump right in. Now, before I started uh, to come up with this, I did really, really deep research by going to Google and asking the following question. Do Game Pass games include DLC? Because I didn't wanna call them out and then find out, hey, they're all part of the, the package. And the answer I got was as follows. Members can purchase DLC and consumables for Xbox One for Xbox One games, pardon me, at up to 10% of the Microsoft Store price while the game is in the Xbox Game Pass catalog. So let's break this down a little bit. Up to 10%, not a guaranteed amount, and while the game is in Game Pass. So if you started it in Game Pass, didn't buy the DLC, you are stuck with full price DLC once it removes from Game Pass. So thanks, I guess. I mean that 10% I saved on Elder Scrolls Online DLC or Resident Evil Revelations 2 episodes is really going to feel great when the main game gets removed from the service so I now have to buy it again if I want to continue playing the additional stuff I purchased so I could have access to the full package in the first place. Now, as our panel talked about last week cuz I know everyone listened, um, there are multiple types of gamers when it comes to gathering GamerScore. So there's everything from the gains bro like you yourself, oh, I'm all Elroy. about
2: those gains you can, bro.
6: Give us some muscles uh, yeah. um uh, there we uh, go good good all right okay. they see it <laughs> um to the games bro who are people like our panel moderator in chief And still not a Pokemon, Foo Foo Cuddly Poof, a.k.a. Kenny, who has said that he would prefer to go for completions instead of just playing games for easy easy gamer score. In either case, offering up a game as part of a $9.99 a month service and then expecting people to pay additional on top of that to get all of the content draws our first big boo of this Mm. list. Thanks for that, Kosh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I'm sorry, I just couldn't get out of my my head. You talked about Horse Armor? What's the going rate for Horse Armor?
6: oh i have i uh, that that you're putting me on the spot man (laughs) i don't know what the going rate is um but i i will use this to say to one quick point about that remember that discount only applies to xbox one games so if if elder scrolls was on game pass not the online version and you wanted horse armor you have to pay full price because there's no discount for 360 dlc wow um yeah and and if you look at game pass a large number of the games on game pass include dlc so it's not that these are outlier games there's one or two of them and it's not just the big games that we all know like the resident evils of the world it's games that you probably haven't heard of and as as such would not be as willing to buy dlc for games like the hunter (laughs) call of the wild or dovetail games euro fishing um and it's it's a all a sunk cost. At at best, you're going to get ten percent of a discount on this DLC. So just including the games on Game Pass with DLC, it it I do not want any of those games touching my tag.
2: Well, they just need to quit horsing around. Oh. <laughs> and uh, all for that. Yeah, well but <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so Dovetail Games Euro Fishing. I believe I heard you say that. It's at number five. I'm sorry I, I got excited
6: no it's at number five but tell us why
2: alright so I tried entering into this with an open mind I really did I, I, I wanted to not put this game on my list but Dovetail Games you think so highly of yourself that you put your company's name in the title of the game I, Dovetail Games you're O so Dovetail Games convince me to play this game How can you convince me to spend 60 to 80 hours fishing? Now, I've been fishing. Uh, Have you ever been fishing, Em?
6: I I haven't, actually. I'm I'm too urban for
2: that. Well, let me tell you. Usually how the process works, get out there early, so it's cool. When I used to go, I used to catch a couple crappie. i catch a few perch. Uh, you get the occasional catfish. But typically, you would always catch a ton of bug bites. And you would catch a foul Ooh. smell because when you're handling fish, you don't really have a good place to wipe your hands off on. So mm-hmm. that, sm- that smell, it kind of goes everywhere. And then one time, just a little uh, FYI, if you catch some fish, don't put them in the trunk of your car. That's a little Ooh. tip there for you. Now, oh,
6: thanks. Anyhow,
2: but I would always catch a lot of boredom and... That's the, the the bottom line here is that I needed to be convinced. Why should I play Eurofishing? So, oh, and one time I caught my eyeball, but that's a, another story for another time. But anyway, so I wanted to look at the trailer. So I watched the trailer and I'm seeing as little gameplay as possible. I was like, okay, this is a red flag. So they bill it. As some kind of great interactive experience with your friends so if you watch the trailer it's 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 interesting they got four people with different personalities they're like the bandit and the bandits the the token female trying to you know lure you in and the wise guy (laughs) the pro and the joker and then they're all signed in and they're all sitting like uncomfortably close to the front of the tv and they're acting like they're playing the game. This is how they decide to try to sell you on this game. And so the wise guy, he looks like a meth head, like somebody that would drive a truckload of meth up I 35. And he's got the sweats and he's like watching, hanging on to every second, trying to, you know, watching people pull electronic fish from the water. And then there's this clock in the corner that's counting down to zero. Now, once the clock expires, he's like, he's almost like, cordal, and he's like, he's like, man, I gotta do that again. It's like he's he's gotta get his fix in, and so um, that's how they try to sell you on the game. I think they show maybe five seconds of actual gameplay that looks really boring. It's like someone just throwing a lure out in the water, and uh, that's all right. That is Euro fishing. Now, a couple things here. Now, first of all, this guy that gets so excited about fishing. Or maybe he's just going through a draw. If it gives him that much joy and he has somehow found three other like-minded individuals that enjoy fishing as much as he does, here's a novel idea. Then just go fishing. Don't log on to your (laughs) Xbox to play Euro fishing. I assure you, you'll have a better time, you know, going fishing with your friends because the best thing about fishing with friends is complaining about fishing with your friends. It's like, you know, misery loves company. you know, going fishing always sounds like a fun mm-hmm. idea until you actually get out there and start fishing. Then you're like, okay, yeah, now remember why I don't go fishing very often. Secondly, what is this mystical shot clock on a fishing game? Like you have two minutes on the clock in the in the trailer, and all four people catch a fish. So I'm saying maybe fishing in Europe is a little different, but when you fish in the stock ponds and runoff ditches in North Texas, you might catch maybe four fish the whole day. I don't know. In fact, I looked up European fishing because I was wondering what what makes the European fishing European. But um, I couldn't find anything. There was something about nymphing or something, and I, I didn't want to click on that. It looked kind of kind of shady. <laughs> but um, anyway, so uh, I'm assuming the Euro fishing comes in, and that they just put a bunch of European backgrounds in 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 you know where you can look at it while you're bored to death. And then I don't know maybe when you smile for the pictures when you hold up your fi- your fish that you caught maybe you have bad teeth or something I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> now, third. Just as I suspected, nothing in the in terms of gameplay in the trailer made anyone want to play this game unless you're looking to try to buy drugs from the wise guy character and you know, hope to find him in some multiplayer match. I'm sure there's not a huge pool of possible matches, but as far as achievements are concerned, you get Pops for catching 50 of different types of fish with the guides for all these achievements saying things like well it is a fishing game so it's mostly luck if you get that kind of fish and here's what i use but hey hey, no guarantees that's basically what it says on every single achievement so luck based achievements account for 750 to 800 points of the thousand points available Now, I know that a lot of people complain about luck (laughs) achievements, so maybe you think your luck will be better than everyone else's. I don't know, but looking at the 13,500 track gamers who started the game, only 82 have finished it, and 8,800 have gotten one achievement in the game, and another 1,500 have two achievements in the game. So, maybe maybe you know something <laughs> different and know that they don't, but uh, if you're feeling lucky, need meth, or otherwise don't want to waste your time, you know, in the morning surrounded by foul smells and countless bugs and need a fishing fix, maybe this game is for you.
6: Well that yeah you sold me on never purchasing it you uh, just as an aside right you must have your settings on true achievements a, a little different from mine uh you, you have it set to exclude dlc that's unowned or to exclude dlc altogether
2: i don't even know there were settings on ta <laughs> <laughs> all right
6: so so brief lesson uh on the side here for anyone who doesn't know that on true achievements there's a setting for excluding dlc incompletions and the default for the website is to exclude DLC content that you haven't started. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that would be what you're set to, because you said how many people had completed it according to your, uh, uh, your look at the game
2: is what I said.
6: Okay, I'm a purist purist about DLC, which is why I dislike DLC so much and why it got my honorable mm-hmm. mention. Or, well, I mean, I like DLC, but the total number of people who've completed the game with all of the DLC, would you like to take a guess at the number? It's, it's lower than the number you stated.
2: Let's go with uh, 35. Three. <laughs> oh, uh, three. I bet it was the because three people on the trailer, I bet. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, be, because they have the audacity to have eight DLC packs at $11 Oh a piece. Boy. So, yeah, yeah, $88 in content. It's yeah that's that's not a, a great business model for a game that doesn't seem that's a, uh that it's screaming complaining. that's like 11 so, ACA
2: games I'm I'm just saying
6: oh yeah ACA games um so that leads me neatly into number yeah. four oh. kind of and uh my choice for number four is king of fighters 98 ultimate Ooh, match sounds exciting It it is exciting Except when it's not <laughs> exciting and I don't want it on my tag. So there are two problems with this game uh, from an achievement hunter's eyes, uh, at least my achievement hunting eyes. First, it's only worth a measly 200G. And that's, we're, we are so far beyond 200 gamer score games <laughs> at this point. And if you're an achievement hunter and the reason why you purchased your Game Pass subscription was the pursuit of more gamer score, this is among the 20 or so games on the service that were Xbox Live Arcade games that were released when the score capped at just 200 and this game also has no dlc which is a check mark in its favor but it tops out at that 200 untrue achievements the completion estimate for the game is one to two hours but one of the achievements the king is for winning 100 games on xbox live and what this means is that you need to have a friend (laughs) but who wants to be any more social than their score being posted to online (laughs) rankings do you see what I'm getting oh at? Oh yeah, yeah.
2: You fair points, posting, fair points.
6: Yes. Posting high scores to online rankings. The score has been posted <laughs> to online <laughs> I, rankings.
2: I know all about right? that. yeah. So,
6: you, you know, you are the the king. I wish there was a leaderboard for ACA There games, is. So I I'm number fifty one. Oh, I'm number fifty one. Yeah, you're number fifty one. That's 51. what Chin do, Chin Doctor okay. told me that. Uh, well, Chin, thank you for that information. I'm not going to re-record the intro, but I am now sitting here with the number one fifty, the number fifty-one uh, place gamer in the world in the states. Do you know? And, yeah. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. In some <laughs> defined part of the world uh, at ACA Neo Geo games. And wouldn't it make much more sense instead of including King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match, if the hamster published, and we all know we love hamster games, mm-hmm. ACA Neo Geo, the King of Fighters 98 was included? Wouldn't that <laughs> be a much better sell? Um, this They choose ultimate match to represent the franchise that it seems like a silly choice to me not only does it have a much lower gamer score and a higher ta ratio which means it's harder to get through Mm -hmm. in theory it also has a higher completion estimate the the aca neo geo version only takes zero to one hour it's even less of your (laughs) time so because of this because it's got this low gamer score and it's not a 100 uh, 1000 g game and there's an easier version a quicker version of the game that doesn't require you to have a boosting buddy i wouldn't put this game on my tag um also you know what else would be great Elroy? Uh, you know vision this instead of paying 9.99 a month for game pass which does have a great collection Mm -hmm. of games what if there was an eight dollar a month aca neo g
2: pass (laughs) oh boy right
6: it sounds awesome, but since this won't ever exist, and thinking of King of Fighters '98 Ultimate Match has made me conceive of this awesome idea, which excited me and then disappointed mm-hmm. me. That's the third strike for this game. Oh. Not messing with it. <laughs> I'm done.
2: Man, that was you like really pulled the rug out from under me. There, I I got all excited, thought maybe I you knew something, uh, and then um, no,
6: no. But are you ever going to play King of Fighters '98 Ultimate Match now?
2: Uh, no. You lost me. You lost me at two hundred points.
6: Oh well, it's, so I didn't need to go
2: through all that. <laughs> well, all right. So there we have Robocraft Infantry. No, Infant Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> Robocraft to Infantry and Beyond. <laughs> I thought there's a bunch of uh, you know, uh, Robocraft Infantry going on. No, Robocraft Infinity. Oh, no. All right. It Goes on. Yeah, forever. if this game is if this game is any better, I'd memorize its name. Now, the uh, <laughs> now, here's your story. Everyone probably remembers the fun that we had in the good old days when we played Banjo and Kazooie. You know, did you ever play Banjo and Kazooie? Mm-hmm.
6: I, uh, very, oh. very little. Not that much. I, I played a little bit of the games in Game oh. Pass, or not Game Pass, listen to me, in Ray Replay, mm-hmm. uh, and a little bit of Nuts and Bolts, but I didn't get too far in oh. any of them.
2: Well... I kind of grew up playing banjo kazooie and then banjo tooie on the old N64, and uh, mm. the joy of a 3D action adventure platforming experience with a non-threatening bear and his, you know, cast of characters—it <laughs> was a lot of fun. We uh, we enjoyed those days. Then came Banjo Effing Nuts and Bolts. What happened? Now, inexplicably. They took a concept that worked. Everyone loved Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie. And then they added in a mechanic that nobody wanted. Basically, they added vehicles. They <laughs> a new world, right? And you wanted to go explore it with Banjo-Kazooie. and You know, you have this familiar bear in a new world, but Rare made it where you have to spend long hours in 3D hell in the form of a garage where you tediously build vehicles that are you have to use those in the game. Now, mm-hmm. the Bill Mechanic killed not just the game, but the franchise and banjo himself. Yeah, he's been MIA ever since. Spoiler alert. Kush. Banjo's dead. Anyway, now, why do I bring this up? Not because every banjo game before his untimely demise is available on Game Pass, which they are. And not because effing nuts and bolts could have easily been on my list. But with that game, at least you get to look at Banjo. You may not be able to do much with him other than jump around a few times and grab things to put inside your vehicle. But at least you have the image of Banjo to look at. Now, imagine you don't. You have Robocraft Infinity. In this joyless game, it is... A build mechanic from start to finish. The downfall of Banjo. Now, the puzzling thing for me is that Banjo came out in 2008. And Free Jam, that's the publisher, released this game literally a decade later. Now, did they not see Banjo effing nuts and bolts? Did they not see how that concept turned out? Anyhow, you build stuff in this antiseptic garage that has even less personality than the one in Banjo... And then you, once you finish building this war machine, you presumably take it out for a battle where you destroy other stuff that people built. Now, (laughs) I'm gathering this all from watching the trailer. I assume that the designs that people build are not as nice as the ones that they advertise on there. I don't see people building these wonderful 3D models of planes. If it's anything like what I built in Nuts and Bolts would is probably like, a turd on wheels. I mean, it's just like, you're not going <laughs> to spend all the time putting these fine details on it and all this other stuff. But anyway, here's some free advice for Jam. People don't want to spend hours building 3d things in a garage. I can streamline this game for you. Instead of spending hours in a garage, not playing the game. How about you just provide a hundred to 500 preset designs and let people take those out on your battlefield and kill each other. That's all they want. Now, I know you have about 20 of them in the the preview of the game, so you could take those 20, add on at least another 80, maybe have some microtransactions, download sets 100 or 50 or something, and you're going to make more money off this game than you probably did. Now, looking at the achievements, this game is worth right at about 7,000 TA. Now, only 90 of those points are under a 2.0 ratio. and The rest of them average in the high fours. Or much, much higher. (laughs) Much more higher. And the game completion estimates, this is kind of fascinating, it had a unanimous vote. (laughs) 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 Everyone voted unanimously. 200 plus hours, that's it. That's the only bar on that graph. 200 plus hours. I just want to make sure you heard me. Now, of the 5,300 track gamers who have played this game on T.A., 1,000 of them have gotten a single achievement. And another 3,200 of them have two. Then there's a cliff which you fall off and land in hell with Banjo (laughs) because by the time you hit five achievements, everyone's gone. There's nobody left. In my case, I would recommend that you run the other direction. However, if you like tedious 3D construction, have no friends, and have 200-plus hours to kill, this might be the perfect game for you. Well, it's not
6: for me. <laughs> so I'm going to move right on to number two. You ready oh, for I'm this? Ready. Let's hear this. Because uh, I might need your help uh, giving me the right uh, inflection on what I'm saying. The number two choice is Sea of Thieves. Can you get oh, I'm
2: not going to argue with you on that one.
5: <laughs> there we
6: go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so before anyone gets upset at Sea of Thieves being included in this because I know that the game has, uh, does have its supporters and all that. The Game Pass Pass, its conclusion on this list, it has nothing to do with the quality of the game at all. <laughs> it is strictly, strictly, strictly numbers-based. Uh, someone who is motivated at least in part by Gamerscore, a quick look at Sea of Thieves' True achievements page tells me that the game is an absolutely daunting <laughs> task and I want no business with it. Now, you were talking about uh, Robocraft Infinity. No. And its completion estimate of 200 mm-hmm. plus hours unanimously voted. This has a unanimous vote of no completion estimate because <laughs> no one's completed it yet.
2: That's a, that's a bad it sign. It just yeah, hasn't happened. Bad.
6: Yeah, and, and the game came out on March 20th of 2018. We're recording on July 18th. So it's been four months that the game has been out. And in four months, no completions. None at all. And this isn't because skill, I think. I, I haven't played it. So I'm sure there's some skill involved. But it's because the tasks that you're asked to do will literally take years for you to accomplish unless (laughs) the game is modified in some way. So take, for example, the achievement Hoarder of Barnacled Mm -hmm. Gold. Now, this tasks you with selling a thousand shipwrecked chests. And in the world of Sea of Thieves, I believe, this means that you first have to find a shipwreck and then hope it has treasure on it. Because the solution says you might find zero to two treasures. So you're going to find a shipwreck and sometimes you're not going to get anything out of it. Then you have to get this treasure, load it onto your ship, sail your ship and hope not to get plundered, and then you have to find a place to go sell it (laughs) and sell it successfully for it to count. I think this is how this works. So in looking at the solution on TA for it, one of the comments very helpfully noted, quote, another achievement that ought to take years, maybe. (laughs) There are two other achievements in the game, both for accomplishing a specific task a thousand times that have also not yet been unlocked by any any of the nearly seventy-seven thousand gamers who have tracked this game so far on True Achievements, uh, the game also has two achievements that currently sit at a. Wait for Uh-oh. this number. I am going to give you Uh-oh. the ratio. Oh, general. At a one hundred ninety-seven <laughs> TA ratio. Wow. <gasps> because they've been unlocked by three gamers out of the seventy-seven thousand, and it's not that they all re- they all popped that achievement yesterday. One popped it in late June, another in July. So I guess people are finally crossing the threshold mm-hmm. and these are achievements for doing something 500 times <laughs> that's half the times you have to do shipwreck um, this thousand times for the shipwreck and then there are three further achievements that have a ratio of around 100 and I believe there's one that's at a 143 mm. Yar, that'd be bad
2: <laughs> shiver my timber <laughs> <I, laughs>
6: now here's the other issue with sea of thieves if you were to play sea of thieves exclusively which you would need to do apparently to earn the mm-hmm. achievements the amount of time that you'd have to sink into the game would actually make Game Pass a poor investment for you. It's been four months. If you paid for Game Pass for four months at $9.99 apiece, you could have bought the disc by now. <laughs> and if that's the only game you're playing on Game Pass and you're looking at playing for another four months to maybe unlock some of these achievements, it's just not worth the investment for you actually. Now my math may not be great. I am a librarian by <laughs> trade and I only get invested in numbers when it's dewy, but I think i get how this works and it just doesn't make a lot of sense because you have to pour so much time into the game
2: so
6: much much boolean right exactly so anyone at this point who's holding on to game pass subscription just for sea Mm. of thieves is effectively delivering their fool's gold into microsoft (laughs)
2: well done stuck the stuck the landing (laughs) number one so i'm so excited (laughs) number one on this list we have Farming Simulator 2015. Now, who is. That's why. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here trying to figure out who is this genius that came up with games that simulate work? Now, farming oh. <laughs> is a difficult work, it's tedious, it's dirty. You live your whole life around it, you'll probably get an autoimmune disease. Now, I'm serious. I.
6: Well, you almost caught one of the rats, and and that was just from storing your ski. Indeed,
2: indeed, it's like everything over there. It's 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 bad news. I'm I'm telling you, you get all these diseases I never even heard of, and and just take my word on that. Uh, My family, we Mm -hmm. got some real problems over there now. (laughs) There's nothing glamorous about it. Half my farm, my family farms. It sucks. So. In Trot's Focus Home Interactive with this farming simulator from 2015, and every two years after that, you got Farming Simulator 2015 on Game Pass. You have Farming Simulator 2017, I assume it'll be there soon. And spoiler alert, there is a planned Farming Simulator 2019. Now, I don't understand the the, the yearly updates. Farming itself hasn't changed in a hundred years, other than the tractors get more expensive and do more stuff. Now, have you ever been in the cab of a tra- of a tractor?
6: Uh, no, I can't say that I have.
2: It's kind of cool because these things you wouldn't think. You just think like a tractor, like a glorified lawnmower. But no, these things <laughs> have like satellite hookup. They got GPS. They got, I mean, air conditioning. You name it, it's in there. It's uh okay. Uh, it's quite the uh, sight. Comfy chairs, yeah. The cab of a tractor,
6: fully featured like a, automobiles. Yeah,
2: it's. Uh, yeah, they they've they've definitely uh, upped the game on the tractors now, but the fact is, this is not even the only farming simulator out there. You have Pure Farming 2018 and Professional Farmer 2017, and I'm just. i'm just in in awe i mean what what i don't understand what's going on here so if there's this many people interested in farming i can hook you up with my uncle kenny or my uncle gary and they'll put you to work um (laughs) the only the only farming simulator out there that's halfway realistic in my view is is the professional farmer 2017 pre-patch so if you're a little late to the party there's a there's a little uh, glitch in it where you could go into town and say you're your tractor over and over and over again well you can't sell your tractor because that kind of ends the whole game so you just get all this money so you get all this money and then you go and you buy everything else in the game and you're done in like 20 minutes plus a little tutorial it's like a one hour completion now they patched that and unless you get like a an overseas copy hard copy of the game and don't install the the update or whatever you're out of luck but much like farming, uh, you know, that game kind of sucks now too. But let's say you did get the glitch copy and that you can exploit this little money glitch. Now, I view that as like a real-life farmer winning the lottery. And you know what he does then? <laughs> he gets the hell out of farming and hires someone to do it for him. <laughs> so, but I digress. Anyway, so Farming Simulator 2015, this gem worth about 1700 TA. And you only have to invest an average of 60 to 80 hours farming. Now, (laughs) it isn't that uh, farming is a bad career, but 60 to 80 hours is basically one week's work during peak season. Now, looking at the achievements, I was even more puzzled. So, the achievements, there's one for cutting down trees and selling all kinds of wood and cutting down uh, at least one of every type of tree and all this other stuff like buying sheep and cows and, and all this other. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with farming. I don't know what the hell kind of farm research they did, uh, the developers, uh, but <laughs> the next time my, my Uncle Kenny jumps out of the cab of his tractor and goes and clears a forest, uh, that'll be the first time. They they like <laughs> They hire people to do that for them. You're not actually doing that if you have cows and chickens and pigs and all that that's not a farm that's a ranch you're owning a ranch you're not professional (laughs) rancher 2015 or ranching simulator 2015 it'd be like having a plumbing simulator 2015 where you get an achievement for buying 50 light bulbs or for successfully putting in 50 hardwood floors that's plumbing that's not the, your achievements had nothing to do with plumbing. So I don't understand this game at all. It makes no sense to me. And for that, I'm going to boycott it. Oh, and also in the trailer, they show everything. They're like, oh, look at this tractor just driving along in this, in this field. The, the field's not muddy at all, and the tractor's, like, spotless. It looks like it just came out of a car wash, and there's no bugs. Now, let me tell you about bugs. If you ever drive by a rice field at night in the middle of the summer, you're gonna to have to pull over and wipe off your headlights and your and like scrape off your windshield because there are bugs all over that thing and they like literally you can't see what's in front of you because you're they block out the light of your your headlights. Now, as far as picturesque landscapes, they're showing this farming taking place in like some exotic land up in I don't know where it is. Maybe it's the same place that they did their Euro fishing, but it is like. Mountains everywhere and lush valleys and all this and that. I hate to tell, but if they're farming that land, they should be using tourism. They should have tourism in that country. They need to be focused more on that rather than farming. Farming, you need flat, ugly land. Because if you're going to grow anything, you're going to need, you know, it just wouldn't work in in that landscape. So, with that in mind, (laughs) when you're looking at this picturesque landscape, And you see that rainbow off in the distance. Just know that when you get to the end of it, it leads you to a pot of crap. Don't go there.
6: All right. Uh, I learned the difference between a ranch and a farm today. So I'm super excited. (laughs) There you go. All right. Uh, So that wraps us up for this week. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we would like to put it out to you. If you guys would have chosen anything differently, did we choose something wrongly? Let us know. If you have any questions, comments, concerns regarding lists we pick, or if you have any ideas for future lists, just send them our way through Discord or otherwise contact contact us through our gamer tags, which you can find in the show notes. I hope Elroy doesn't have a great history with show <laughs> notes. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's O M J. It's yep. O M J. Uh, But you can find us through any of those channels and let us know what you think.
2: Sounds great. Awesome. Thanks again to everyone for listening. And now, let the countdown until our next list commence now.
5: Hello and welcome everyone to the quickie of the week. There will be points galore for everyone except those who already got them, I'm your host, Pale, and it has come to my attention that some mistakes were made last week. I'm sorry about that. Pretty pleased with sugar on top, Accept my apologies. Let's start off with a correction sent in by Big L. G-Task stands for the Great True Achievement Score Challenge, and not whatever I said last week. Next up is Shin-Doctor, who pointed out a big mistake on my part. There is, in fact, two 360 editions of King's Quest and one version on the one, and not the other way around. Any future corrections can be sent into the podcast's Achievement Hunting 404's Discord channel called Cast Critique, but you don't have to, since no mistakes are made this time. I never make mistakes, except when I do. Enough preamble. This quickie of the week is Tumblestone. This very well-made Match 3 game was released as Games with Gold in July 2016, so many of you already own it. Developed by the Quantum Astrophysicists Guild, this game can be brutally difficult and has 1,500 game score worth almost 6,000 TA. Out of more than 20,000 tracked gamers, only 72 people on TA has actually completed this title. The story mode is very lengthy and the big score is near the end of the game. There is however a way to get 500 game score worth 1600 TA in less than three hours. If you're really good at match three games you can get them in less than one hour. Tumblestone was released with a five dollar arcade DLC. Very few have started this DLC which have inflated the ratios. A few of the DLC achievements can be quite tricky but they are far from as difficult as uh, the achievements in the main game. Unless you find Tumblestone too difficult, 1600 TA should be yours in less than 3 hours, which is more than 500 TA an hour. Other low-hanging fruit is the 3 multiplayer achievements, and Super Genius, which is yours for winning a game using a modifier. Those 4 achievements are worth 300 TA and can be done in 15 minutes with a boosting partner. That's it for this week. I do have a preemptive correction. The podcast is called Achievement Hunting 101, and the link to our Discord is hopefully available in the show notes. Time for me to enjoy a refreshing beverage. Ah, there's my hammer.